0: Bunch. There's no way I'd get them to make that many jokes, but um, I. And we're also going to do some fun stuff. So uh, I'm Kelly Harkins, I'm the director of the track, and
1: we will introduce everybody. Can I? And me? Oh, I, uh, I'm Henry Hanks. I've been doing panels here for like 20 years, which is hard to believe. But uh, I've uh, been a Superman fan since childhood, like probably a lot of people on this panel and on this room, and uh, and I'm also coming out with a
2: podcast, what we'll the nerd podcast and then a year, of the year. So look at that. Hey. Hi, I'm John Paul Estes. Um, I might be a Superman fan. I don't know if you can tell. Um, phone and everything. Um, been a Superman fan for many, many years and I'm few these panels for a few years thanks to our lovely host over here. Um, panel director, right? Yes. The title. yes. Or, track, track director, yes. sorry. Yes. Um, so I'm just always happy to be here and help however Camp. can
3: Hey everybody, my name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm a co-host of a podcast called Supergirl Radio. We talk we talk about Supergirl uh, every week, uh, but I also talk about Superman quite a bit because he is Kara's cousin. So I uh, love all the Kryptonians and I'm excited to talk about all of them. So we'll see how that goes.
4: My name is Michael Bailey. I am a podcaster. I run something I laughingly call the Fortress of Bailey Dude Podcasting Network. <laughs> Two of the, three of the shows on the network are Superman related from crisis to crisis. Which covers the post-crisis Superman the Superman and Lois tapes which surprisingly cover Superman and Lois and uh, another show I do regularly called it all comes back to Superman I'm also have been a writer and contributor for the Superman homepage for 20 years and every Monday night we do Superman homepage live on YouTube at 10:30 uh, and uh, I think I think I like the character. I'm Not sure. Yeah. He's <laughs> nice. You're Nick on the fence. <laughs> I'm on the fence.
5: Good
2: point, it hurt?
1: I forgot to coordinate and bring my superman shirt. I know. <laughs> oh. yeah. I think it's a new zation. Yeah. We need a marker just drawn as something.
5: That's right? true. Yeah. Or
0: we do the you know the small villain who has to just tear it. Her like checks. Marker
6: is fortune. <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah. we're going to kind of, like I said, mix it up a little bit. We, I will tell you, we are probably mostly going to focus on the supermans whose actual faces we see. We'll probably touch on some of the, the cartoons a little bit, but... Um, there's so many
1: of the cartoons. <laughs>
0: yeah, but we'll probably... We'll, I, I do have one question that focuses yeah. on books. On so... Uh, but, let's start off with something simple. Your favorite media superman.
1: Uh, Obviously, a cliché answer, but I gotta go with Christopher Reeve, because uh, I grew up with him, so that makes me really biased, I guess, but also uh, he just embodied the character, and uh, they were, if you've seen the making of the the first movie, they looked and looked and looked, and I think they passed on him at first, and then they looked at him, and they kind of gave another look at him, so uh, they they really did their a lot of work to get the, the right guy. They found the right guy, so. and uh, he's you know sadly uh, you know had that accident, and, and uh, he uh, was a big activist in, uh, for stem cell research, and you know passed away early. But uh, he sort of became a Superman type type person in his real life. So.
0: All
2: right. Um, well, for years and years and years, um, I had one who's hands down my favorite. That's because to me, Superman is not about Superman. It's about Clark Kent. Whereas Bruce Wayne is the mask, and Batman's a real guy for Superman. Superman is the mask, and Clark is who he really is. That's why Smallville is so good, it's about Clark. But George Reeves, to me, had the best Clark Kent for years, until this year. And Tyler Hecklin has done such an incredible job of blending the two characters and showing how he's always Clark. And even when he's Clark, he's Superman. I've just loved him so much. He might, I can't believe I'm saying it, he might have just inched out George Reeves by just a bit. And um, it could just be the quality of the show with everybody on it because we have such a great Lois and the kids and everything. We'll
0: change it up after this.
3: I would say my favorite Superman is Henry Cavill. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, for a long time, had a real beef with Superman because <laughs> he lied to Lois, he hid who he was, uh, a couple of times he would uh, manipulate Lois and take her memories without her you know, consent. Uh, and so I, for, growing up, I had a real beef with, Chris, I love Christopher But as a character, I just could not get over that. And so when Henry Cavill showed up and his Superman you know, is right up front with Lois, Lois tracks him, him down to his mother's front door. And so they never had that secret identity triangle for two kind of thing. And uh, I like that he sort of struggles with who he is and trying to figure out who, who, and what Superman should be. And uh, so I really, I love his suit. I love the way he looks in the suit. Uh, and so I really, I, I really, I mean, he carries himself. I mean, not even just like a superficial thing, but he carries himself so well. There's a, there's a scene in Man of Steel where he's talking with the military. Lois is there, and they're trying to figure out the plan with the Phantom Zone and the, you know, the military jets and. There's a moment where he's walking towards the camera and the cape is flowing in the wind it's just that was a moment i was like oh my gosh that's superman so uh henry cavill for me is just he takes away all that stuff that i had a problem with superman and uh, made it better
4: so after reading hundreds of comics and watching and listening uh, to radio shows and television shows and movies and animation Um, Up until 2016, the Superman that existed in my head never was made physical. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm with him. George Reeves is probably one of the closest that comes to what I like to see in Superman. But then in 2016, I'm watching the opening to season two of Supergirl, and I see Tyler as Clark Kent and he sees the thing on the screen and he gets this look in his eyes. And then we got the first good shirt rip of the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally crying. Um, and I was at a really rough point with Superman at that point, which sounds like we're in a relationship It's not like <laughs> <laughs> but on the I office. was at a point where I did not feel like in the comics or in the media that what I wanted personally, and this isn't against anybody else, but just what I want personally wasn't being represented. And as I watched those two episodes and I watched him, it's kind of similar to you. When he walked into the DEO and he started shaking everybody's hands and the way he acted and and his sense of humor and just his ease of being around people and the way he played Clark and the way he played Superman, this was the first time I'd ever seen the Superman in my head made physical. So it's, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm like, I'm like you, I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this because no. it's so new. But after this last season, yeah, it's Tyler, hands down. It's, it's
2: better than you could
1: have ever expected. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's interesting that we all have different ones. So.
0: yeah there's like two of so them. That is interesting. So, all right. So, I, I think that's uh, kind of really since uh, I was going to go through this later. Um, but, you know, we have uh, 11 Superman on our, our murder board. <laughs> so, hopefully of it well No. Well, no, we can't actually say that. I would say, hopefully they're not murdered, but we actually can't say that. Can't say that. So, so my question is, we'll we'll hit a dark note before we we go to brighter notes. (laughs) Wow. Which one was the worst?
7: Who do we send to the Phantom Zone?
0: yes we will, we will
3: dispose of him up as of our order for it but uh, just just to clarify the superboys are up there
5: okay. yes the okay.
0: super boys are up there. that will help me make yes. my decision <laughs> so,
5: okay. there are three super boys up there currently so
6: oh, no.
5: all
6: right let's start michael
7: you are the first thing um can i suggest a rundown of who all the faces are yeah, sure. sure
4: well uh,
0: why don't i let my experts chime in here Anybody wanna jump in and, and recite the order? My okay, point?
4: so we've got Kirk Allen, George Reeves. Uh, let me make sure I'm looking at it correctly. <laughs> it should be most
3: in chronological. Okay. Yeah. John, can you turn the,
4: yeah, yeah. Turn the board uh, Yeah, it's Chris, It's Christopher next. Uh, right.
5: really yeah. <laughs> okay.
4: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna fake it. Okay, so it's Kirk <laughs> Allen, George okay. Reeves, Christopher Reeves, John Haynes okay. Newton, Gerard Christopher, oh, Dean Kane, Brandon Ralph. Tom Welling, Brandon Routh again, and Henry Cavill, and Tyler Heckley
5: Yeah, nice. No, oh, yeah,
4: so, if we're if we're going just on judging them as Superman, uh, I go for Dean Cain as the worst, and the reason that is, is that as great as his Clark Kent was, he never looked comfortable in the suit, and to me. And, and, and I want the guy to walk across the screen like he owns it. And Dean Cain never did that to, for me. So that, that, that's, that's my reasoning behind that.
3: I think that's fair actually, because Dean Cain, I, I do love his Clark Kent. I actually was speechless when I met him, which never happens to me. Um, but uh, he didn't really do as good of a job with the secret identity. So he didn't change from Clark Kent to Superman very well which always made me wonder, what? Well, how did they not know? He's the exact same guy. Uh, so I think that's, that's probably fair. Um, I recently watched uh, two different episodes of Superboy uh, trying to do some study on Mikshas Pitalik, and uh, they were both the two different Superboys. Mm-hmm. And Gerard Christopher, I was like, I cannot believe how bad this acting is. Um, the other Superboy did pretty well, and he carried himself- Giant. Um, yeah, I think he carried himself better. And I believed who he was, but Gerard Christopher, uh, just acting ability alone, uh, for me, would be the worst.
2: Um, I can't separate the two Superboys. They, they, it's, I can't watch the show. I, I try. I mean, as much as I love Superman, I cannot watch the Superboy show. Um, they're equally bad to me. So if, if you watch more than I have, will I will, yeah, I will support and say Gerard Christopher as well, but they're equally bad for me. Um, but I do I, I get what you're saying about Dean Cain That's, you're, you're right and if you left the boys out and went strictly, with man it'd be a tie maybe between Dean Kane and the first appearance of Brandon Routh because Brandon Routh is a great actor but I did not like that version mm. uh,
1: well uh, I, I wonder, and I haven't like looked very deeply into it but I wonder if part of Dean Kane's performance was uh, that he was supposed to be a romantic leading man and maybe that, you know, made him a slightly different Superman than or what we're usually used to seeing, more sensitive Superman or something like that. But uh, I think that uh, I have to disagree. I went. I liked Gerard as Superboy, maybe just because I saw it at the right time, I watched it when it came out. Uh, I liked season two of Superboy, I didn't care for the rest of the other seasons. So John Haynes-Newton did nothing for me, but again, maybe I'm a little biased, but that's fine. That's before I heard John H. Newton. It was like a really tough call, but, <laughs>
0: but you pick
6: different circumstances. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. Well, since you are we were separating, of course, because you know, Dean Cain was low King Clark, and you're saying he actually did well as Clark. Um, with that in mind, um, since I don't want to eliminate him, since he giving him props for Clark, then if we look at both sides of it. So if we look at Clark and Kellell, which one do you feel like, it, 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 and I mean, you all brought up Tyler Hoffman, how he manages them. But then if you look at which one did the best Clark?
1: Just the best Clark, is that what, that's your question?
0: Yeah, because <laughs> so the I of to I weigh that versus the, oh, yeah, the Superman side.
1: The best Clark? Uh, Really gotta go and probably um, uh, reeve again, and he's all—he's a little bit. Well, he said he was to carry Grant a little bit in some ways. He's just a little bit, you know, slapsticky. Like, oh, I'm gonna lose my glasses and we'll fall over, uh, and I'm very nervous. But uh, I don't. Again, I, I'm terribly biased. I think I, I think he was a really good director and probably the best. Say again? Reeves,
0: that's how he got the part no he was saying george Reed.
1: oh george reese no oh what did i say no, no i was saying Chris Reed? Said, oh, I said I said christopher reese
0: because he, he just said reese he, so he got the part he got the part by playing clark
1: did yeah he did wow. both characters as separate characters and there's this famous scene where he
5: transition. <laughs> yes yeah yeah
1: uh so i i think
2: he was able to nail them both but that's yeah that's my thing so best clark Mm -hmm. it it's so unfair because of the era and the writing and everything else um he's had just short time i'm I have to stick with tyler hecklin i think he's been the best clark but if you want somebody who when he's on screen his presence commands the screen as clark kent george reeves still when he walks on screen in any scene there was just something about him he he commanded the screen but you never really thought of him as superman when he had the suit and the hat and everything on um so he, he still takes second place because because yeah. he's commanded it so he well he was the 40s and 50s Superman. man he was a superman of the silver age yeah so he gets
7: extra points for the hat
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Um, he was the uh, boy scout <laughs> he was completely
1: boy scout you know
2: at black and white good and bad you know yeah. but no, no uh conflict there but the best <laughs> weapon best rounded for all of it yeah i go with tyler heckman for for clark for the clark part too
3: that's so hard because uh part of me wants to say tom welling uh but i do think dean kane uh the what i liked about dean kane's clark is uh, a lot of the moments with his parents with martha and jonathan uh the way he played off Lois, the fact that we saw him uh investigating a lot um and being inside the daily planet like that's why I would eliminate Henry Cavill from that. We don't get to see in those films, we don't get to see a lot of Clark, really like that did, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like so, Tom Welling never really got to be Superman, but Henry Cavill but he, was, really he was Clark the whole yeah. time. <laughs> I, I have issues with some of the decisions that Tom Welling's Clark made. So I think that's why I would probably eliminate him for that. Uh, so I guess I would say Dean Cain, just to narrow it down.
4: The, I'm, I'm having similar issues. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because George Reeves, especially that first season of *The Adventures of Superman*, uh, when uh, when Phyllis Coates was Lois, there was. I have this really like love of when Superman just doesn't want to take anybody's crap. Like when, it's why the Golden Age Superman is so great because that's a guy that just would walk into a room and punch somebody in the face and not really think twice about doing so because he felt he had to do it. And the producer of the television show for the first season was the producer of the radio show. And the Clark on the radio show was a very fully formed character. Is
5: that
4: Bud Collier? Bud Collier, yes. So I, I want to say George like, Reeves, but again, Tyler was the balance for me because we saw him be Clark in m- more of like the reporter Clark uh, on Supergirl. And there's that scene when we meet Lena, like for the first time, and he's all like, you know, like tripping in the elevator and he's got sway and there's the body double as he's hugging Jimmy because we gotta hide that Tyler's much shorter than the Brooks. And, you know, all that was great. But when he turned on a dime and hit her with a question that she wasn't expecting, I was just like, that's Clark. He's disarming you with his kind of mild mannered, um, you know, approach but he's gonna hit you with a hardball question. You're not gonna know how to answer it because he's lulled you into this false sense of security. So I'm gonna to have to go with Tyler as well. But George Reeves by like by like a
1: safety over George Reeves. Yeah. I have to uh, just give a shout out, like you said, to Bud Collier, the first one who did the radio and the cartoon because he invented this uh, saying where he's Clark Kent, this is a job for Super bad. And then the voice gets deeper. And <laughs> he ended up dead. That's definitely
0: a really good <laughs> spot thing. So, alright, well, you guys made it, so it's really hard to eliminate any of them. <laughs> <laughs>
7: right.
0: So, did anybody else want to kind of chime in with their perspective?
7: I'm a little surprised that we haven't said a word about Kirk Allen, especially we're talking about I, whom to eliminate. I uh, want to mention it.
1: Please.
7: It's such a different kind of performance. I don't want to just completely write it off because it's 1950, 49 and 50, but also the way it's performed just doesn't hold a candle to any modern expectations. No. So to me, that would be the automatic write-off, but I also don't think it's fair. Uh, okay. I'll enjoy
1: these cereals and uh, I just enjoyed them for where you're not gonna find like Ask Academy Award winning performances. And George Reeves, they were both, the golden and silver man, George Reeves was the better of the two. But uh, it's so hard to, uh, with the, the sort of, uh, my, what, I'm not sure the word I'm looking for, but like it's not a nuanced thing, so it's so hard to get a good performance and George Reeves gave a good performance, so that's kudos
2: to him, so yeah. I think he did good with what he
0: had to work with, I guess
2: I'll say. <laughs> Any other thoughts that Mr. trying? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I got to meet him once when I was a kid. Wow. <laughs> 10, 11, 12 years old. Got One of the best things in the world. And still, he had the, the build and the shake and the friendliness with the little kid. who's like, hey, wow. And my dad raised me right. already knew who he was at that age. <laughs> um, but I get exactly what you're saying because I watched a bunch of those serials. And was, I, I could never vote to... Take him off the board. I just couldn't have having met him. But when you compare it to the Adventures of Captain Marvel back in the time that that serial, which was so much better. That's kind of like the gold standard for those serials. Yeah. Um, his Superman paled in comparison to Captain Marvel at that time so I, could, I, I can get what you say that he could be taken off because when you compared it to the other one at the time it wasn't as good Yeah, and at that time Captain Marvel and Superman if you take away the
1: Billy Batson thing were the same yeah. guy there was yeah. no there difference
3: yeah. <laughs> at one point Captain Marvel was more popular yeah, oh, yeah. I right. sold,
4: sold it um, Kirk Allen for me I'll, I'll take him off the board all day long uh, <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> like not even thinking about it I, I've watched both of those serials and i appreciate that literally everybody including perry white gets into a fist fight at some point (laughs) (laughs) um that's what the have are about but (laughs) (laughs) and 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 yes it's 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 it there is a little bit of unfair because he was the first so in in a physical realm uh instead of what you see in your animation or animated uh kirk allen was the first but that sets the tone Mm -hmm. and when the tone is deaf then you're not really like his Clark Kent was like like always looked like he was surprised to be wherever he was at any given moment yeah. Yeah. and his Superman uh just always looked like he was trying way too hard to look impressive yeah. and you know it's, it, it's just funny though you mentioned the Captain Marvel uh, serial. Everyone today complains about how violent these things are. Oh. Captain Marvel was throwing people off of buildings right. and machine gunning them that in was, the 40s. That's The yeah. machine gun is the one that always yeah. got <laughs> <laughs> so, me. But no, I'll, I'll, I'll eliminate Kirk Allen <laughs> like, like immediately and not feel and not lose a wink of sleep over it. And the cereals had Noel Neal who would go on to do mm-hmm.
2: the
1: series, so she uh, was probably the longest Linda Lois Lane and uh, definitely has a place in the, the canon, I guess. Yep. <laughs> do
7: you want to add something? Yeah, would it be safe to say that Kurt Allen is the George Lazenby of Superman?
4: George <laughs> <Aww>. Lazenby. <laughs> 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 Ironically, George Lazenby was on an episode of Superman. If George Lazenby had come before Sean Connery. He was? That yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he played Jor-El. Because he really wasn't right. Jor-El, but him and Britt Eklund, so you had like a Bond and a Bond girl, which right. so was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, they were the fake Jor-El. Um, okay.
7: And that right. was like one of his bong girls.
1: And yeah. uh, who got an early appearance in the Superboy series was Joaquin Phoenix. That was his first DC character.
5: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh. oh, wow. All right, so obviously this question is a little <laughs> tougher. So I, we'll, we'll go to something a
3: little later. So
0: which suit is the best suit? Suit?
3: I mean, hands down, Henry Cavill for me. That's not even... That's not I didn't see what's in
0: the suit. No, no, I'm talking about, like, the,
3: the, um, the, the way it's made and the thought that goes behind it. The idea behind that suit is that it's uh, part of Kryptonian culture mm-hmm. and part of the way that they wear them. Like, he's, he's kind of theoretically wearing his underwear because the the armor goes on the top of them. This always wearing his underwear.
5: Um, <laughs> So but I like the way
3: that it's it, that it's made that in fact that uh, like Batman v Superman they added a Joseph Campbell quote in the Kryptonian script I think that's really beautiful to tie him to the world um, and so I, I think that the way that they put so much thought into Kryptonian culture and tried to tie that into what his suit would look like and they actually tied that to all the other characters too like Laura and jor had the same kind of uh, clothing so for me uh, the the effort that went into it and the actual aesthetic Michael Wil- Wilkinson is a very famous costume designer and so he I think all of the suits that you see now are kind of based off of those early like Man of Steel suits um, just because that it was so good so I'll that go that's it for me.
1: I'll go ahead and say uh, the worst for me was probably George Reeves, and that was because the cape hummed down so low it was yeah. distracting. But, and then Christopher Reeve, they were able to cinch it up more. Uh, but I would go along with Henry Cavill too, because all the stuff you said, uh, and it it definitely stood out. There's a lot of the Superman costumes that
2: kind of look the same, so. This is where I, even though I hate his Clark Kent, Christopher Reeve, as a kid, and, You got to see it in color, the real Superman costume. Mm. You believed a man could fly, the whole tagline. They got the costume perfect down to the wrestler trunks. I know we always (laughs) like to joke, but it was designed after the wrestlers of the day when they drew the There was a
1: whole discussion about the slightest nuance of this costume. I'll just leave it at (laughs) that. Along (laughs) the producers.
3: I I once heard that there was like an authenticity thing that DC Comics had. Uh, Is that true that like they had to make it look like the Superman in the comics, like there was no, uh, no kind of well, way.
4: there's different stories I've heard. I've heard that they were gonna get, they were gonna change it, and Christopher Reeve fought to keep it okay. as the classic. Uh, what DC Comics had was uh, like kind of a uh, a character clause oh, that that's, it that's had to be treated of. a certain way. Yeah, okay. uh, they. Um, i would vote for the man of steel suit if it had something in the middle and this is my problem when i first saw that that suit it was he was crouched against the bank wall uh-huh. and i loved the cape. the cape was really long <laughs> i loved the color of the cape. It was, I'm a i i like the darker colors of super for superman suit I like a dark red and a dark rich blue and that's what you had and this s symbol i immediately fell in love with <coughs> because it's really similar to in the comics, the Earth-2 Superman had a had a kind of a similar thing, and that was always my favorite S symbol. And the boots, that may sound weird, but I was just like, they got the boots right. They, you know, like, like everything looks good, but aesthetically for me, with nothing in the, like, I know they have like the little detailing and stuff, but you don't really see that when he's in motion. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Brandon Routh Kingdom come Solid choice um, mainly because that was a good yeah that was a a good one. One. that's yeah. a great story. mainly because one i was shocked they did it yeah <laughs> like 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 i i didn't think they were allowed to i didn't think they were allowed to put trunks on a character um <laughs> which is why the fleischer suit on superman and lois like i was like you cowards <laughs> um, yeah but the red trunks, trunks were not on the man of steel suit that was one yeah. thing that was bad about it. <laughs> but, but when, tried I, it. when i saw that suit in that first picture that's over there, it was the first promo. I'm like, oh my God, they did it. They pulled it right from the comic book and put it on a screen and it looked great. So, and it had, even had the 3D detailing of like the Superman Returns S, which is way too small. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's gonna be my vote.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Anybody
7: else want to say I'd like to nominate um, the Fleischer-inspired suit that Tyler Heckton wore in uh, the the Super Bowl. That was
5: great. It was yes. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Yeah.
2: Very
5: cool. My my
3: problem with the Tyler Hecklin suits—they look good, like in a still. But when he's in motion, he looks—and this is not a knock to Tyler Hoechlin because I really like his performance. But he looks like a little kid who went to Party City, and he has, like, the muscles and he, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. Like, sometimes it, will, it, it doesn't fit right. Yeah. The fly shirt looks good, but the, the way they've done the muscles and stuff, it just, uh, it doesn't, it's too loose.
2: It's because it wasn't a professional. His mom made it.
3: Well, I, I, think the, I think the costuming could tighten yes. that up and make yeah. it, make it, uh, in motion, look here, a little better.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah, you're right. True.
0: Mine is the Brandon Ralph, only because that was the last time we saw the red panties, and I really like.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we could get it. The loss of the red panties, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <if laughs> I, the way you the would be good.
5: Do we have an issue
0: with losing is, like, the trunks?
1: I mean, obviously, from all you do. I, yeah, yeah I, and I new, I the them. new 52 got rid of the trunks and they he, brought he them back. He made me actually. make
0: them to yes. put
1: over
2: yeah. that yes. costume
0: because it didn't have them.
2: It it's just yeah. it visually works better.
0: Like
2: I agree. All, the all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. man
5: has to yeah.
4: About the trunks, you know, it, it's really weird. Uh, I've been saying this all weekend. The new 52 started 10 years ago, it does not feel like 10 years ago, and it feels like 30 years ago, all at the same time. rebirth night. and the re-rebirth, and uh, but. When they redesigned the suit, it took me like seven years to really get on board with it. And by that point, he was out of it, so it really didn't matter. (laughs) But the
5: thing
4: thing about getting rid of the trunks is that there is this really kind of, like she made the red panties joke, but I didn't take it as like a shot against it. Because usually when people say they need to get rid of the underwear, they're taking a shot against it. And one, it it, it is trunks, but two, there's this, like when people are making fun of it, there's this like haughty, I've cracked the code on how to make fun of this. And I'm the first person, this Marco Polo type thing, (laughs) that they're the first person to ever make that joke when people have been literally making that joke since the Mm forties. And to me, again, it comes down to design. Now the new 52 suit, what it had going for it is the red belt in the middle which broke it up but the trunks to me never went out of style but I, I had to I had to go through like six years of not complaining about it because I didn't want to be that guy that was complaining because the one that I liked was no longer there and I'm just gonna whine about it on Twitter for the rest of my life <laughs> so uh, but I think that when they brought it back One, again, I was shocked because DiDio was still in charge and I didn't think that was ever going to happen. But when they brought it back, I was just like, see, it's classic because when they did, one of you mentioned, I forget who, because I was facing the other way. Someone mentioned Rebirth. If you look at the Rebirth covers, they never show him from the waist down. They hardly (laughs) ever show him from the waist down. It's always from the waist up to make it look more classic. And to me it was just like they were trying to go towards the more classic version of the character, they just weren't ready to pull the trigger on that. And that's why I think the trunks are important, because they represent kind of a classic feel to the character. Yeah. Okay. Where I come from, the mean legacy. <laughs>
3: I 100% disagree, uh, respectfully. Hmm. Uh, I never see, need to see the trunks ever again. <laughs>
5: uh, I,
3: uh, I, there, there's the case that Zack Snyder made, and I wholeheartedly agree with it. The trunks were there because of the strongmen. Uh, Superman's look was based off of, like, I don't know, Victorian era strongmen that yeah. would have that look. And if you do that to me, you have to justify why he looks like that. Now, you may be able to, like, you know, suspend your disbelief or whatever, but I think the idea of that is there is a classic feel to it and a look to it, but um, I don't personally need it anymore, and I think the justification isn't there. Um, so it's that's, fan
1: service to have it. That yeah,
3: way. <laughs> yeah. So I think if you you really broke it down, there's there's no technically any reason for the trunks anymore. That's
2: I think yeah, yeah. by the rules
4: yeah. of the internet okay. question. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <on> <laughs> It's
6: about the aesthetic. It breaks. But without it, it looks like he's just wearing long johns. Thank you. Yes. Looks <laughs> like he's wearing long underwear. How does he put it on? What happens when he has to use the bathroom? It's like it's just <laughs> Jesus, suck. Is a sock. They <laughs> actually
3: they actually figured that out in the Henry Cavill suit.
4: Thank God.
3: Because uh, he <laughs> had that problem on set,
6: so that's that's that's
4: <laughs> been
3: that's
6: been covered. Yeah. yeah. The trunks give it's a it's a visual break. It, it, it's a lot of glue. Yeah, it's too much glue. <laughs> Even with the belt, it's not enough. Um, it, it's it, yeah, it's like it looks like clothes that you can put on. It doesn't. Look, it it breaks the monotony of just a streamlined- I, I agree. <laughs> actually, it, <laughs> I actually don't
5: <know>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess it's Rebecca and I aren't
6: <laughs> Team
1: trucks versus team no trucks. I'd
6: also <laughs> like to say about the Man of Steel costume, it's cool, but it's not Superman. How so? It, again, it's just, it feels off. It feels not like- it's Red boots, blue the suit, comics. red cape.
3: Hmm? What what's not there? I'm just curious. It, it just—it's it, not really.
6: It doesn't feel like Clark Kent Superman. In the comics, it's very similar to the one that they put John Kent in. But John Kent is not his father. He's a different character. And so, to put that costume on Clark Kent Superman, it's just—that's it, not Clark Kent. That's not something that is that fits who he is.
1: Uh, um, yeah, I say, obviously this is
0: not. A, We're not a, gonna resolve yeah, this. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine because I I like the lines of not having the trunks. You know, it's cleaner lines. I agree. But yeah. that's, me. that's
7: me. That's me. Can I ask a quick question along these lines? Sure. So, only because, well, why is it okay for Batman to go from having trunks to being all one color, but not Superman?
0: Oh that, okay. might get us in that
7: whole <laughs> I, I, I have, I have an Somebody <laughs> had to
4: bring them up. so yeah So here's the thing and it's the difference between Superman and Batman on a fundamental level. If you look at the 80 plus year history of both characters, pound for pound, by sheer numbers, Superman has been more popular than Batman overall when you look at the entire history. Superman came out of the gate popular. He had a radio series in 1940. He had the animated features in uh, 1942, two radio, uh, two uh, television serials, and the George Reeves series. So for 20 years, and a a radio series that ran forever decades, for 20 years, he was DC's big gun, And they would tweak the costume, but they would never really completely redesign it So it was in their best interest to keep Superman at a certain look for all that time. Batman struggled, especially in the 50s and early 60s. They were thinking of canceling or killing him at one point. So they made a physical change to his costume. They put the yellow oval on, on, on the thing. And then the TV series was popular for two years and then Batman was done. As far as popular culture, like like we, you know, I I assume most of us grew up probably watching Adam West at some point in their childhood, but that's but when you look at Hollywood and popular culture in general, Batman was relegated to being a joke. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the 89 Batman film that his star started to rise.
5: Well, I not Frank Miller.
4: But as far as the comics, Frank Miller and all that. Yeah, Uh, as far as as the comics, Frank Miller. But they did a physical change with that by reverting him back to the the Golden Age outfit. And when they did the 89 outfit and nobody freaked out, it was okay at that point to change Batman's costume with impunity because it was seen as a way to keep him relevant. Whereas Superman is seen as having to be the same because that's the tradition.
3: Continuity.
4: Yeah. Oh. And, I, and I would say Superman is a more
1: colorful costume, and so the blue and the red is different from First, gray. <laughs> I,
0: I want us to get into the Batman yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we'll switch gears again. Which Superman, which Superman made the best use of any of their powers?
1: Chris Reeves, so big, Reeves takes the Great Wall of China, you know? like
0: <laughs> he turned into a spatter.
1: Spatter. That's
5: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not all really Reeves turns yes. backwards and the magic kiss and all this stuff. <laughs> So that's that's not necessarily
0: best use.
1: That's no. just you know, obviously. <laughs> that's a powerful.
0: powerful
5: He was
2: godlike by the end of that. Those three or four movies. I'm, I'm gonna say <laughs> if you take just the first episode of Superman and Lois, you saw flight, super speed, basically into space, freezing a part of a lake and lifting it and carrying it, you know, to the uh, nuclear reactor surviving nuclear reactor, physical fights against other superpowers. I mean, he had the entire range, x-ray vision, everything. You don't normally get all that, especially on a TV show, but um, you saw the entire range. And the number of times we have complained about it on Flash and others when Flash ran into a room and, okay, now I need to stop you. Why didn't you stop him when you ran into the room? (laughs) And Superman so often does the same thing in every show. He's Tyler Hecklin's version they've written him to where he does make use of his powers in virtually every instance I I mean maybe somebody could give an example but he almost always does what he's supposed to do what makes sense logically and they don't have to write the character to be dumb to make the story go forward Mm -hmm. so to me I think that's the best use of the powers Mm -hmm. um for that reason yeah it's a really tough question because you could look at uh
1: the portrayal of the powers, the portrayal of Henry Cavill flying, which was like the supersonic jet in there, you know, that was really cool and it was a, it differentiated itself from the other ones.
3: Yeah, and I think it's also a, a matter of budgets too, you know, you're you're limited on television right. to what you can do, so I guess that also gives you a, an incentive to be creative, I guess. Um, but uh, for me, uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice is really cool because uh, the right when the, the big Batman and Superman fight. you know Superman's like picking up manhole covers and just throwing them around. And uh, then you see heat vision and flight. And what really, uh, what, uh, what I love about him in that movie is the way that, um, and I haven't seen this in any other uh, media portrayal, is that he will float sometimes just to get out of a, a space. Like sometimes they'll just walk away or whatever, but there's, in particular, there's a moment where he says goodbye to Lois and he's about to go, uh, I'm trying to remember where he goes, but he's about. To, he, it's after the big Batman and Superman fight. And he says goodbye to Lois and he, he floats away as he leaves her. And that, to me, if you were Superman, you would do that. Why would you ever walk? <laughs> so, so that's, that's like my, my favorite use of the powers because it makes sense as to the fact that he can do that. Why wouldn't he do that? So uh, that, t- that to me sticks out as like one of the coolest So you're ways. saying actually the casual use of his ability. Yes, is yes. He's, he's not walking away. He's not just like flying away. He's just like, he goes up and he floats away. And I just, I just think that's so cool. Yeah.
1: I also liked in the Zack Snyder Justice League, uh, we're gonna go with that cut. Uh, that's the only cut. Him, yeah, <laughs> him just uh, kicking um, uh, Stemple's Stemmel. ass was Literally. very- yes <laughs> a very good uh display of his powers heat vision, and he used everything in his
4: arsenal so that was that like that scene too so once again i'm agreeing with the gentleman <laughs> in the superman costume because
5: <laughs> i think
2: they have um,
4: similar tastes here <laughs> there there is a, I, I will not argue that the the way some of the powers are portrayed in the the, the cattle films are not impressive uh, they are um, it, and actually I have a similar problem with Superman and Lois that I have with those movies is I think sometimes the takeoffs and landings are too violent. Mm.
3: Um, you think you should be able are to too
4: violent When you look there's a there's a YouTube video out there of somebody who took all of the the super like every version of Superman changing from Clark to Superman like just so you have like a Superboy one, you have Christopher Reeve one. and I was watching the Superboy one and the landing especially of John Hames Newton in the first season, are breathtakingly pretty to watch (laughs) (laughs) because he just comes down gracefully and lands.
1: And they had no budgets. And
5: they had, yeah, (laughs) but they they had the
4: Sulk and Wire (laughs) team. But Hecklin I think too often people rely on Superman just punching people uh, or using his heat vision. So when he's fighting Colossus, in uh that one episode uh, for, like the second or third episode and they're in the hotel room and he comes in and saves lois and it's this really great like dramatic oh. moment he starts duking it out with this guy and he realizes really quick that's not going to work so he immediately floats up hits him with his super breath and then slams him to the ground and i'm like finally on television i'm seeing somebody who's like using Superman's uh, powers. It's, there, there was a great episode of Smallville where uh, one of the Taylor boys, uh, or one of the uh, Home Improvement boys.
3: Oh, Jonathan Taylor talked No,
4: the, the other one. Oh,
3: the, yeah, the,
4: there was a second one? <laughs> yeah.
3: On the Smallville he, did I miss
4: one? Yeah, he, he had the, <laughs> the, the, the inhaler with the kryptonite oh, in Oh, yes, okay. And Jonathan looks at him and he goes, "They they have your strength. They don't have your other powers. And I'm always I always love it when when they they think to use more than one. Uh, though I will say I was very impressed with the Steppenwolf fight in the in the in the Snyder cut of Justice League. But for me, Hecklin, I think they only do small action scenes, but that's what their budget and their time allows. But they're always impressive. Like when he was barreling through the Kryptonians of the season finale, I was just like Finally, Superman's not getting slammed around. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, was just beautiful to watch.
3: There was another uh, Tyler Hecklin moment that I thought was really cool in season one um, that I don't see get used very often is, uh, he has to find Jordan. He doesn't know where Jordan is. So he flies up into, I don't know if he was in space or not, but he, he yells out, you know, Jordan, and like Superman's voice is powerful. And so I think that's really cool that he would do that to try to find his son. Because his son would be able to hear him, so I thought that was a cool use of his powers. You seen
7: that? (laughs) Anybody else have their thoughts
0: on it?
7: Of course. My
6: absolute, of course, (laughs) my (laughs) my absolute favorite Superman power moment is actually the least visually exciting, and it's from Man of Steel when he stands up and casually breaks the cuffs. That is my
0: favorite scene because that shows that was just. So that, that spoke volumes without saying a word <laughs> that I'm only, you can't, and he said you can't control me. And I thought that that more than heat vision, more than cold breath, more than calling out his son over earth, just that casual use of what is for us, the most restraining thing we can use
3: meant nothing to him. And he did it to make everybody on earth feel better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah
6: I love
7: that, yeah. To piggyback off you, because. I really do think Cavill doesn't get enough credit. Um, I just feel he's always had a bad script. But uh, in Man of Steel, this is something that I think uh, you were touching on with his flight. You were talking about that, but also the joy he had. Mm-hmm. Oh. The smile he had. That. We would all have that if we started <laughs> flying and we never had to, you know, yeah. fly economy again. And we were
1: flying uh, hundreds of miles an hour, too.
7: Yeah, like, that's pure joy, that was pure excitement, and that's something that you could rationalize. Okay, this is the first time he's he's learning that ability, he's getting that, and you have that great voiceover. Versus Reeves, who we had like that jump when he was Superboy, he was running alongside the, the train, and he was having fun then afterwards he was just total command of his powers when he's fully Superman. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I just want to touch on that a little bit.
2: Yeah.
8: Uh, so, similarly, going with like the less visually impressive moments and uh, hesitantly using one from Justice League, uh, ignoring all the surrounding circumstances, the scene where Barry is running Behind Superman, and Superman's eyes follow him.
5: (laughs) It's like, oh no! no." no.
8: No. 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 It's It's so clear that, like, I see he's so you.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I, got I got so high on it, it was, oh oh I about it was that. so good. that. was, that was so good. Great. I love that. Yeah, and I
1: want good them to see <laughs> that that was a Zack Snyder <laughs> thing and not a <laughs> Whedon thing. That was Snyder came up with that. I,
4: I, I want them to like have that scene and then freeze on Flash, and that's when he knew. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the look, the look I on hope his he face. I that Snyder
5: was
7: like. <laughs> <laughs> All I did in, in Man of Steel, when um, we were working that bar, he had a truck driver <laughs> to, the, uh, to the waitress, yeah. and then, then he stepped to him, and, and then, you know, then the truck driver was like, like, like come on, he took a butcher and he sit there. And then all of a sudden, when he walked outside, he saw his truck stacked up like, like, a, like a stack of bricks and he had on some telephone pole. I mean, even though I was off-screen, but I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know how I know Clark was doing that. Uh, yeah. I, I did like it's that little that little
1: bit of uh, revenge at the end of Superman 2. Uh, the, the trucker who had been bullying he came back.
5: Oh, yeah,
8: yeah.
4: The thing about that Man of Steel trucker, though, is wow, does that man have short man syndrome? Because. Like he stands up and Henry Cavill is like
5: yeah. towering <laughs> over yeah. yes. And I'm
4: like, Okay, dude, like you need to back off now. But when he pushes him and nothing happens, he still acts like he's got the upper hand of yeah. this entire yes. thud? Yeah,
5: yeah, like when
4: he hits him, it's it's really? it's a solid it's a solid like like you know, like he hit a brick wall <laughs> and Clark's okay. just standing there with beer dripping on him. Mm and like like the dude's still like yep yeah, i'm gonna take this I, I got this situation the people that i hate in that scene are the two army guys that yeah, just let team. it all happen
5: yeah. like, Why?
4: because their job is to protect people and yeah. that man Your was sexually harassing the games. woman
3: <laughs> <laughs> as a 20-year veteran i would have loved to see them get their ass like
5: that guy get those
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, the trucker. It gets no, I'll, I'll add one more because since All we're right. talking about little moments, those little moments. I could make a joke about it and say that he had super premonition. The music was about to start, but the moment where he, Christopher Reeve, is first in costume, you know, John Williams' music mm-hmm. kicks in, rescues Lois grabs a helicopter. Oh yeah. To me that'll always be one of probably, no matter which Superman I like, that little thirty second, one minute, whatever segment with the music is the Superman scene to end all They're Superman like my scenes. Mother's. And all right, she
0: talked about that for months.
2: Right. So so you get and you get flight, you get flight, you get strength, you get adjusting it so he didn't kill Lois as he catches her and all that kind of stuff. And if, if you're, uh, what he says is a, what
6: kicks
3: it,
2: too, what
5: you know, Heat he, Lois says, but yeah. yeah. you know, he's, he's got me, I got got you. If you're like a filmmaking <laughs> nerd, is that film, is Richard Donner yeah. and his
1: editor, just uh, just nailing it. And, like the editing on that is terrific too. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so uh since we I, I did not include the cartoons but we don't want to leave them out so which was the best superman voice and i include the live actions too in this you, i'm just saying you can include the
1: cartoons as well just the voice
0: the voice right. who had the best superman voice as opposed to a clark voice because like you said they're often different
1: super friends <laughs> 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 that was good that was a good one um, he's a very
7: strong voice the super yeah. friends Mm-hmm. Uh, very much
1: yeah, like blood collier yeah. what
7: about tim daly
1: i was going to say tim daly, tim daly. That's my, choice. My, my choice but you have to shout out to blood collier
2: being the original mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I gotta go tim daly just and a lot of it you know you even over actors. the live action ones too
0: you have to include the live actions
2: as well oh i thought you said just here yeah.
0: i said no i said you can include all of yeah. them all
2: action. of the super
7: voices that i've ever voiced okay oh, yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> the voices all the voices
2: oh Ooh. um Hmm. Yeah, I the, think same, it's hard. The cartoon
7: voice on Superman voices on podcast
1: before. <laughs> yeah. The cartoon voices just stand out because they, they that's what they have and they're yeah. more authoritative mm-hmm. even more than the ones in live action. I think. Christopher Reeve was, was his approach to it was a little more casual. Like, "Everyone okay? Okay, I'm Superman. I'm here." Like it wasn't like "Hello, I am Superman." <laughs> and, you know, it was very uh, casual
2: the way he spoke. Um, he didn't change it up really, but George Reeves. Again, he, he just had that kind of classic Hollywood education and style. He, his his voice was just really good. Yeah, his voice was very good. So he probably had the best voice. But Tim Daly for animated would have would have been what I'd said on that. But I go back to George Reeves again. Why not?
3: If uh, we're including uh, voice actors, I think George Newburn is underrated because uh, I believe he's the Justice League Unlimited. Uh, Superman, Justice right? League
4: and Justice League Unlimited. Yeah so
3: uh, I-, I love those shows and the Superman and that has some really good moments and uh, I-, I think that he's not talked about enough. So I, I would probably say George Newbern.
4: Um, not that he's gonna be my choice, but the reason why I'm gonna piggyback on that for a second is that uh Newber and Superman had an edge to him mm-hmm. that, don- that daily didn't and it was just the circumstances of who the Superman was. Uh, live action, animated, radio, no doubt about it, it's Bud Collier mm-hmm. for me, mainly because I've listened to so many of those episodes, and his command of being Clark and being Superman and making them sound different, because they originally were going to cast two actors, mm-hmm. and he did it, and Bud Collier did not want to play that part. They had to like convince him to, to uh, audition like three times. <laughs> but he he had he had this ability to be kind of jovial, you know, and kind of, you know, high like low tenor for Clark and then be like this baritone and and like be sinister in a way for Superman like the gold, like the golden age Superman should be right like, like you know he's he's angry uh now sometimes he says things that did not age well uh <laughs> but it's just yeah. the, the way he would just go after people and and be like you know i i, I just have to go with butt value yeah and to think of the brady was only a couple of years
1: after the comics came out mm-hmm. so if, as a kid reading the comics that was the voice you heard in your head reading the comics for yeah. 10 years
7: that was super cool. yeah
0: Anybody want to offer their thoughts
5: Mm on
8: that? Okay, go for it. I mean, I I would also go with George Newbern. Speaking to the edge that was mentioned that he has, uh, the moments where he was capable of switching from being heroic and strong Superman to, okay, we have now pushed me past this point and I'm going to show you just exactly what it is you could be dealing with uh, for the world of cardboard speech from uh, Justly Unlimited, or his performance when in Superman versus the Elite, when uh, he decided to play into the idea that the elite were correct and violence was the answer, yeah. uh, those those more sinister moments uh, before leading back into stronger heroic Superman, uh, it, it's uh, depth of character that I feel like you don't get too often in just voice performances. Uh, I I will always hold love for Tim Daly and a whole bunch of the other voices too, but I think there was just a level of nuance in that you don't get from the more modern performances. So I'm a fan of George. right? That's interesting insights.
5: All
0: right, so we are almost out of time. So I have one other question. Uh, So with that in mind, of course, you know, uh, Superman has always kind of been in a simplistic way, uh, kind of the boy scout of all the heroes. So, which one, as a whole,
5: epitomized
1: that best Boy Scout? Yeah, George Reeves, yeah. I would have to say. Uh, it's why they literally call him a Boy Scout in Superman 4, Christopher uh, Reeves. I mean, that's a bit of a, like a, a shot at him or whatever. But no, uh, yeah, Chris George Reeves, was he epitomized that Superman.
2: Hmm. That's one I haven't thought about. Which one? Which one? was more in character the Boy Scout version?
0: From that that with that mentality, yes.
2: Yeah. Um, if you take off screen to some degree as well, I'm gonna go George Reeves, on screen more Christopher Reeves. But there, there's a scene in Hollywood land where he's George Reeves is sitting in a diner, upset about being typecast, all this kind of stuff. And he sees kids outside the window, recognizing him as Superman. And no matter how upset he is about it, he stands up and gives them the Superman pose. And he knew how to be for kids Superman. I mean, he was on I Love Lucy and all the rest. Um, but in character, again, yeah. the story, in the stories, in the movies, Christopher Reeve probably. And yeah, and George Reeves, uh, I'm covered in the movie. That
1: was a blessing and a curse for him yeah. to be Superman. Yeah, it was. <laughs>
3: As far as the Big Blue Boy Scout, I think Christopher Reeve uh, would be for me. He, he literally saves cats from trees. Yep. Uh, so so uh, I think for, for that interpretation, he, he really was helping people uh, on a, like a personal level. And so I think uh, for me, it would be Christopher Reeve.
4: Even got a cat out of a tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it, it's hard to decide between the, the Reeve and the Reeves. Um, mm-hmm. because especially as you go on into the Adventures of Superman television series, it got more kiddified.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so he was, you know, was doing more, like, non-overly aggressive things. But He's doing a lot of things that Superman didn't really need to concern himself with, <laughs> like yeah. a lot smaller crimes and stuff. <laughs> but Christopher Reeve had, and you mentioned it, you know, the Saving the Cat, people, like, poke fun at that. But to me, that was him trying to set people at ease. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to hurt you. you know, Tyler had that great speech in the, in the season finale of Superman and Lois that I think you know, we didn't need in 1978 because even though we were a more cynical age, we weren't at that type of cynical yet. And just him, like even, even stopping the cat burglar that's climbing up the building, you know, he's, he's <laughs> oh. messing with the guy. Yes. But yeah. he was never going to let him get hurt, and just sitting there and, and giving the cat over. And there's there's an extension to that scene in the in the three hour version, Yes. where yes. the girl's like that stupid cat. He's like, hey, now wait a second, and he takes the second to go. You know, everybody gets scared, and it and it seems sappy, but again, if you can throw a truck and fly freeze somebody solid with just by blowing on them and burn them at the same time to death with your eyes. You kind of want people to be chill around you. <laughs> so if you show them like I can, uh, this is who I am, it might set them more at ease. So yeah, I would definitely say Christopher Reeve. Yeah, there's a line at the
1: end of the first Superman where Jimmy Olsen says I, I think he has a, a, a really cares a whole lot about you, Lil She goes, oh, stream man cares about everybody. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: And they they kind of showed that with the cat and everything. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Um, well, we are really out of time. I was going to throw one more out and include everybody in. But, unfortunately, it is actually 9.30. So, if everybody wants to give their socials or anything like that, where to find you again.
2: At HanksTV, Henry Hanks. TV, only place to find me is if she puts me on more panels, so <laughs> that's, about that's about it. you got some panels with me tomorrow. So. There you go.
3: Uh, you can find me at supergirlradio.com. We're also on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Supergirl Radio. And uh, we're on YouTube at uh, DCTV Podcasts with an S. We do video live streams every Tuesday or Wednesday night. Uh, so uh, definitely check us out.
4: Um, www.fortressofbailey2.com. I've got cards up here uh, on Twitter. I'm at Bailey's Podcasts. Warning, political content be there. Uh, so if that's not your thing, you may want to not follow me. But uh, I normally just talk about silly stuff in comic books. So, yeah.
0: And don't forget to rate us in the app if yes. you want more uh, panels like this. It really helps me to know. I'm trying to do some different things this year with more theme stuff. So it really helps me to get a sense of plan for next year. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens, especially with the new Batman
5: coming. So,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, so then we can go into this. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Michael G. Jordan is going to be an African American <laughs> Superman. Yeah. i telling you, I don't know. We're technically
0: done, but sure, you
7: want to Just me? really quick, who's Superman's greatest villain? Lex like Luthor or Warner Brothers? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Awesome. Yeah, that,
4: that, that, that's, a, that, that, that's a tough one <laughs> I mean yes. Lex Luthor just wanted to kill him <laughs> <laughs>
3: Warner, Brothers, Warner Brothers kind of <laughs> has sometimes <laughs>
4: yeah but it seems like more malevolent yes it's definitely more malevolent
0: yeah selling out or, or selling out. all right thank you everybody thank you.